Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of JMO's Journal. And it's your boy, JMO, of course. I got my boy Johnny right here on the production side doing his thing. What's up, Johnny? What's up, man? All right, guys. So I know it's been a while since we've done an episode, which is no biggie. You know, we don't just, I don't just dry ass put episodes out. If I don't have nothing to put out, I don't put nothing out, which this episode, I just want to, you know, check in with you guys, let you guys know I'm still here. You know what time it is. So first and foremost, I just want to say happy fall, man. The summer was crazy. It was hot every day, too hot every day. It's good to finally get a nice little cool breeze up in this thing, which would allow us outside, you know what I'm saying, to do things we couldn't do in the summertime because it was just burning up hot. Go fishing, go camping, go out and hoop, you know what I'm saying, go for walks, ride the bike, chill outside with the kids, barbecue, whatever the fuck you want to do. If you where I'm from down here in the South, like where it's going to be pretty nice in them fall time. So just happy fall to everybody. Appreciate everybody for checking in and we survived summer, baby. Let's go. So the first thing I want to talk about today is just something that everybody's been talking about. Something that's going on out, out out here. To me, it's kind of not as important as people making it seem, but it's the arrest of Keefe D, Dwayne Keefe D. Davis, the guy that's charged with the shooting of Tupac, which being a part of Tupac's murder, shall I say. And everybody's been talking about it. Everybody's talking about what he's going to get, what they think is going to happen, and, you know, how they think the proceedings are going to go or what they you know, that expressing their, their happiness and somebody finally being held accountable for the murder of Tupac or they might be, you know, whatever people saying. And I just want to put my two cents in also, you know. I ain't no bigger. They ain't no better. So we just going to, you know, keep it like that. But... It was a few years ago where I watched the Vlad interview and he was talking about actually being a part of the Tupac murder, which was absurd to me off the rip. Vlad get niggas to talk that shit. I don't know if he got some truth serum up in there or whatever, but he be getting niggas to talk that shit when they come up in that thing. And he was speaking on actually providing a murder weapon for a murder. And I'm like, how can you ever admit that on camera for millions of people to see? But that was what he did. And I know what it was. Vlad paid that check for you to come. You want to kind of give a good interview because you want to be invited again. So people get up there and they that's the truth, Sam, right there. It's the damn check. You know, people want to get paid and they want to get paid again. So they get up there and be very honest with themselves, with their opinions. Or the facts sometimes, like you are with Keefe D. But what made him feel like he can get up there and talk was the fact that he had already did a proffer. He had got locked up for some drugs. He was pushing big drugs. You know what I'm saying? Pushing that meth. That, uh, what's that shit called that wet pit whatever the fuck he was pushing he was pushing a lot of shit he got caught with a lot of drugs in Las Vegas and they was gonna lock his ass up for a long time but what they did was since they knew he was pretty much close to the murder of Tupac I guess you know the streets talk the investigation has been done so they know a lot but they just can't prove anything so what they did with him was like hey man tell us about this Tupac murder we'll do two things for you We'll give you immunity for what you tell us in here, and we'll drop these motherfucking cases or give you probation or something. Something where he won't have to serve the amount of time he would have had to serve for those cases, which seems like a pretty fair deal. Everybody's dead. Like, the people he was in the car with is dead. Tupac is dead. You know what I'm saying? It's like nobody's really you can send to the worst place than they are, a better place than they are. They are where they are at this point. So he gets to 
talk to the detectives. He tell them everything. Man, you know, Tupac, you know, they beat up my nephew, man, you know, so we went and got them straps. I, I, I gave nephew the strap, told him, man, we're going to handle our business. And, you know, we seen Tupac, man, we, we shot their car up. Like, he told the police the same goddamn story, but what he told them in that building was under immunity for everything he said while in that building. Anything he come out and say online or any in the conversation with anybody that can be proven, he could be held accountable for that. And he knew that good, loving, well coming out of the situation because when he did his first ever interview and he talked about it, he had a lawyer with him. He never implemented himself in anything. He just told the story of what happened. He never said nothing like, yeah, man, you know, I'm connected out there in Vegas, cuz. So I went and got the gun for the little homie. We know, make sure we can take care of our business. I held, I, I passed the gun to the back seat. Like he wouldn't, he wasn't saying all that shit at first. But I guess since he got away with what he got away with talking about in his first interview, he ditched the lawyer and started doing these interviews alone. And while doing these interviews alone, he starts implementing himself and criminally telling the same story he told to these people under a proffer. I don't know if he thought that since he already had a proffer, he's just repeating the same thing he told them. He can't be held accountable. But the crazy part about it is in this paperwork, it said only while in this building. So when he got outside the building and started spitting that same shit, he was held. He's being held accountable for it now. And, you know, they went up in his crib a few months ago to check him out, you know, see what he had up in that thing. They raided his crib. Then they come back a few months later with a murder warrant. And he literally told on himself. So he'll probably work out some type of deal. If you ask me what I think is going to happen, he'll work out another deal. People with that much information don't spend a lot of time in jail, especially when they're willing to tell. So he, yeah, he, <clears throat> he got the characters he can give up. Everybody. I mean, they say he, he said himself that he was big with Diddy. Like Diddy was like who he who he protected when Diddy and him came to the uh, West Coast. That's who they hung out with him and his crew. So maybe Diddy helped. I don't know, pay for the murder or some shit. You know, you never know. Like mm. I don't know what could be said or what information he know, but I know him being. Who he is, where he from at that point, time he was from that, he was uh, in them streets. He know a lot of shit, especially about death row, a lot of murders, a lot of what, a lot of everything. He know a lot of shit, man. And I just know he'll be, he'll probably work either work a deal or get some type of grandpa deal, man. I don't think they're gonna slam him for the murder. All right, shit, like, gotta keep close, keep close contact with that information. That shit is crazy, right there. I heard about this shit, but you know, man, shit, I've been working and shit like that. So I'm glad that you caught me up on that one. Yeah, it's nothing, man. It's just something I've been looking into. Uh, I've, I've heard about it, and it really caught my ear a few years ago when I heard, first heard about it. And then for it to come back full circle, and him being actually convicted of it, it's crazy to me. It's like, damn, dude. Yeah, because we all knew, like, because you and I, we, been, we both know, like, you know, that this was, like, gang-related and shit, right? But, like... This man just really came out and told Vlad. <laughs> Vlad. He just crazy. told Vlad everything, bro. But like I said, he's been held accountable. Whatever he did, he's going to have to stand for it. And it is going to be what it's going to be. You get out and you make money off your story. And your story is that bad and, and that incriminating, then you're going to have to deal with what comes with it because you're chasing that back, in my opinion. So that's that. You know what I'm saying? But the second thing I wanted to get into is how, why is it that so many 
it's hard to criticize people nowadays without them feeling like you dissing them. Like, I feel like some people can tell you the truth that could really help you grow, but just because people are so caught up in who they are and what they think they are, they get such a big attitude about it. And that blows my mind to the point where I don't even want to fucking leave niggas right. I can see you walking toward the train tracks with blindfold on. I'm not going to tell you, bitch, turn around, you walking the wrong way, because you might tell me, nigga, get the fuck out of my business. Like, I don't even want to deal with that stupid-ass shit. And I was just uh, online, and Joe Budden said some stuff about Drake's album. And Joe Budden, Drake just went stupid crazy on this nigga. And I'm like, he honestly told you some real shit. If you want to listen to it, that's what the street's saying. Like, Drake make music the same music he been making his whole career. He ain't grew. He making music for kids and young niggas and lit turnt niggas. You know what I'm saying? When he a fucking Jewish-ass, rich, super rich-ass nigga from Canada. Like, nigga, you ain't even living at it. You ain't even bought that Atlanta shit until you go to Atlanta, nigga. You just a camouflage-ass nigga. Yeah, and that's what he does. That's, I ain't gonna lie, though. Drake does that. <laughs> he does that. He rips. A lot of states, no, a lot of cities. I'm gonna say, and you know, <clears throat> it is what I understand that. But continue with this because this is interesting. And Birdman get online telling Joe Button, you ain't about that gangster shit, boy. You better chill. And since Charlemagne disrespected, like he ain't like the album, he tells Charlemagne, "Well, I respect you, but you better respect Drake." Type shit. You know what I'm saying? He say. We overcome our differences, but you got, and I respect you, but you got to respect Drake. And I'm just like, bro, why can't somebody come out and tell somebody what everybody online is literally saying? It ain't like he, everybody's like, the album's great, and he's the only nigga out here hating. Bro, they doing polls online when niggas like, is this shit fire, mid, or trash? Everybody's saying it's just mid. It ain't a bad album, it's just nothing like special about the music. It's the same shit we've been getting. So that's okay. That's just some okay. Let me go, let me let me go on a lab and figure some shit out. But I know when certain people say certain shit, we take it as hate. That's just the human nature. If I already got a problem with you and you criticizing me, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck you got on your chest, bitch ass nigga?" But if I know you got love for me or you don't have anything against me and you like, "Hey, man, that song man is cool, but man, you gotta add some tempo to it, or man, you need to put better punchlines in there." I'd be like, okay, that's an honest, honest opinion from somebody. But let somebody that's already been hate. I feel like hating on me, or I've already had problems with. I'll take it different. So I understand it. It's a human thing, but I think it's something as humans we should check. We should like not allow it to just happen because it's like, oh, we just humans, man. We gonna do human shit. No, that's something we should really look at and start correcting ourselves on because a lot of people out here ain't really hating. They don't even know enough about you to hate you. I love you. They just like tell you an honest opinion. It's okay. So, but knowing the opinion coming from Joe Button, it was kind of like you know a diss almost, if you think about it, because Joe Button has his has his cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand where he comes from. <clears throat> but like, that's a thing about a, a person, like you know, what I'm saying giving their opinion. If they have an opinion and it's like something to help you add on, then, you know, boom. But if this is like some type of like, you know, opinion to like, you know, just bash you, just say you trash and shit like that. Cause I don't know if Joe Button, I don't know if Joe Button gave that type of criticism out. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between criticizing the person and critiquing person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I feel like Joe Button is on the radio or on his podcast three times, four times a week. 
if he really wanted to be a Drake hater, we would know by now. You know, he would have been like criticizing everything Drake do, everything. He hardly ever criticized what Drake does. Unless Drake do some stupid shit, not stupid shit, but he, he put out mid music. Like, his shit ain't really hitting like it's supposed to. And when people tell him that, you know, he feels some type of way, but that's just an insecurity. Like, he understands this shit ain't hitting like it's supposed to. He can't catch that stride no more, and it's really fucking with his head. But I don't want to talk about Drake like that no more. I just want to speak on the criticism that people refuse to take sometimes that can help them. And I'm saying that Joe Button is the best person for criticism, but I just understand that's a niche. That's just a thing people do at this point. So that's all I really have for you guys today, man. I just had a few things to get off my chest. Plus, I just really wanted to tap in, make sure you guys understood I was still here, still about this business, and still trying to go forward with Jamo's Journal. I appreciate everybody that tuned in. We're going to have more people tuning in eventually. Just I got to stay focused and stay consistent with it. And let's go. All right.